Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. excited to bring this news to you. Breaking Soul Ties now comes to Lagos, Nigeria on the 16th of May 2015. Register now for free on www.soulties-niger.xyz. I repeat, www.soulties-niger.xyz. Hurry now. See you there. Hi there. Welcome to the program. My name is Sholadio. Welcome to episode 9 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I'm sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find their spouse. I'll be sharing core principles of confessions, faith, hope, the seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. Uh, On this episode, we'll be uh, looking at the realm of the spirit again and we'll be continuing uh, with a teaching that i played last week um, where i was sharing about second corinthians chapter 4 verses 17 and 18 this teaching contains very uh, powerful testimonies and a very powerful exposition of second corinthians chapter 4 verses 17 and 18 if you missed last week's episode you definitely need to listen uh, to that one because that's where the first part of the teaching uh, was played and um, I'll know that this is going to be a great blessing to you and I'll see you after the teaching bye the things that follow that word while what are the things that follow that word while that is what you are going to be doing and what is it it says while we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal and the things which are not seen are eternal did you see that while we look not at the things which are seen now you see that i mean that, that english there is interesting to me look at this chair here i can see it and then you now say to me look at this chair now i turn my eyes towards the chair and i can see it and looking at it it is tangible it is real the chair is there the chair is there same way with your situation your situation is there that depression is there that you know negative circumstance it is there look at it it is staring you in the face the pain in your body is there you can feel it it is tangible but then paul is now saying that while we look not at the things which are seen so the question is this if you are asking me not to look at the chair that i can see feel touch taste 
what do you now expect me to be looking at because when i open my eyes i can see the chair when i walk towards the chair and sit on it i can feel the chair against my body if i throw the chair to the floor i can hear the impact of the chair so what exactly do you mean by me not looking at the chair when the chair is right there in front of me what the bible is saying here is that while we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen that is where the answer to this to the i mean the answer to the whole thing is while we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen hallelujah the word look there comes from a greek word scopel and scopel means to take aim at figuratively regard consider take heed mark observe contemplate to fix to direct your attention to so that word look is not necessarily a function of your physical eyes but is a function of your attention where you place your attention what you consider inside your mind so he says why we look not at the things which are seen why we 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 do not put all our attention to the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen so the key to your victory in the spirit realm is for you to move your attention away from the things that are seen the things that you can see feel taste touch and smell and move them away to the things which are not seen but then you now ask yourself if you are asking me to reduce my attention the attention i give to what i can see smell taste touch and feel what then should i give my attention to and then also if you are asking me to discount the value that i attach to the material world to discount the attention that i give to the things around me that i can see how am i sure that the things which you are saying are not seen are as real as the things which are seen in fact the things which are not seen how how of what relevance how do they matter to us but paul said for the things which are seen the things you can see feel taste and touch and smell are temporal but the things which are not seen they are eternal did you see that 
So it means that the unseen reality of the word of God is eternal. Compared with the reality of your situation today. Until as a believer you begin to see and look at the things which are not seen. As in those things are not represented in the physical world today. They are not represented in the physical world. They are not touchable. They are not feelable. They are not visible. They are not audible. But the Bible says that they are eternal. They are real. They will outlast the things that you see today. Until you begin to do that, forget it. You are not ready to step into the victory that Jesus Christ has bought for you. And what most people are doing, even though they, tend, they, they want to prove that they are spiritual or to show the people around them that they are spiritual, they are praying, but they have no focus on the unseen things. They are praying, but they are still looking at the situation that is on the outside. And as long as you are praying and you don't have any perception of the unseen things, but only the perception of the seen things, then your situation is not going to change. And you are only playing religion. Hallelujah. When Jairus' daughter died and they brought the news, what did Jesus say to him? He said, fear not, only believe. Which meant that, look, don't allow what you can see, feel, taste, and touch affect your heart. But only believe in the unseen reality of the power of God. Hallelujah. And that was what happened um, with, um, with the prophet Elijah and, uh, and his servant. The servants saw the multitude of soldiers around them. The things that are seen. But the things that are unseen were more real to Elisha than the things that were seen. So Elisha now said, look, the people for us are more than the people you see. So it meant that Elisha was looking at the things which are not seen. And based on his revelation and his perception and his sight of the things which are not seen, he was able to overcome the things which are seen. And most times we relate with God based on the things which are seen. We go to complain to God about the things which are seen. Instead of looking at the things which are not seen. The things which are not seen are more powerful than the things which are seen. In fact, the things which are not seen are the things that created the things that we see today. Which is in Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews, um, I think that should be chapter, uh, chapter 11. He says, chapter 11 verse 3. He says, through faith we understand that the walls, the walls there are the things we can see. 
were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Did you see that? So what the Bible is saying is that the things which are seen were not made out of things which do appear, but were made out of the word of God. And the word of God is not seen. So the creative power of God is on the inside of us. So when we receive the word of God as revelation, we are seeing the things that are unseen. And as we open our mouths and express our faith and speak the word into the atmosphere, we are establishing the authority of the unseen world over the seen world. Hallelujah. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. And most times in Christianity, it's all about, all right, let me just pray for five minutes, close my eyes, pray for five minutes, and then you open your eyes to look at it. Has it changed? Because all our observations have been on the outside. It's time for us to begin to look at the things which are not seen. You have a child that is behaving in a wayward fashion. Don't look at the things which are seen. But look at the things which are not seen. What are the things which are not seen? He says that I and you know that the children that the Lord has given me, they are for signs and for wonders. Those are the unseen realities around your children. They are for signs and they are for wonders. Those are the unseen things. So you keep your eyes on the unseen things. Even as the report of the seen things keep coming in. That your child is this, your child is that. You keep your eyes on the unseen things. Hallelujah. Before our child started school, we went for, uh, what do they call it? Um... You know, half day test run, and then she came back, and they were all saying all kinds of things. Yeah, she knows the answer to questions, but she finds it difficult to express herself. Blah blah blah, blah blah blah, blah And they said all that. The honest truth, I was not even bothered because my focus is on the unseen. What is the unseen? The Bible says that she is the head and not the tail. She is above only and never beneath. The Bible says that she has the mind of Christ. Christ could express himself perfectly. So she can express herself perfectly. So I will not take any devilish testimony about my child. So I kept my eyes on the unseen. I have the mind of Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah. And at the end of the session, she was selected to give the speech for her class. Why would they select you to give the speech for your class? Because you can express yourself very well. And she was also top of the class. So if I had kept my gaze on what they said about her, all this wouldn't have happened. Now, what is now playing itself out 
in the natural is the product of what I was looking at. What was I looking at? You are the head and not the tail. You are above only and never beneath. You have the mind of Christ. You have the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. That was what I was looking at. That is what I say to her. Hallelujah. We need to put our focus on what is unseen. The unseen realities of the word of God. And that is how to manifest the blessing. Even Jesus told Thomas, he said, blessed are those who believed and have not yet seen. So if you want to walk in the blessings of Jesus, start believing. Start looking with your inner eyes at the realities of his word. And start saying it with your mouth. And fear not, according to the words of Jesus, but only believe. Only believe. Look at the unseen realities. Worship God around them. In fact, when you wake up in the morning and you remember those unseen realities, start worshiping Jesus. Worship Jesus and then begin to speak words into the air. Begin to declare them over your life, over your future, over your family, over your children, over your career, over your business, over your schooling. Hallelujah. And when you get to where you are going and they begin to pump all the negative news in, just know that you are looking at the things which are not seen. Hallelujah. Say, so, oh yeah, there's flu job. Go get flu job. Yeah. Uh, this was, uh, yeah, I had the flu last year. So I think I should get a flu job this year. And I just thought to myself, I said, wait, wait. Hold it. I just remembered the communion. I just remembered the communion. I just remembered the manna. I just remembered that God said that, that the Bible said that he brought them out and none among them was feeble under the old covenant. I said, this is my inoculation. No flu for me. There is no such thing. I keep my eyes on the unseen realities. That as I partake of the bread and partake of the cup, my body is indestructible. Flu has no access to my body. That is what I am looking at. That is what I am seeing. When swine flu came that time, oh, let's go get swine flu job. Let's go. I didn't get no swine flu job. Not this person. Not this body. Swine flu is not coming this way. I'm not seeing swine flu. I'm not looking at it. I didn't read up information about it. I didn't read up statistics about it. I don't want to know about it. I only want to know about the word of God and what the word of God is going to do for my health and for my body. The time I could have spent reading all that nonsense, I read about how the word of God will strengthen my body. I put my attention on the things which are not seen. For the things which are, not, things which are seen are temporary. And the things which are not seen are eternal. What the Bible is saying there is that what you see today that looks permanent, that looks unchangeable, can change. 
when you apply the things that are not seen against it hallelujah so i'll just stop here i believe we got something out of this brief teaching and one thing you should just go away is with is that whatever you call your affliction today is light compared with the glory that is about to be revealed but this will only happen while you put your attention on the things which are not seen as opposed to the things which are seen that look very vivid to you because the bible says that the things which are seen today are temporary compared with the things which are not seen so it means that the things which are not seen are more powerful and more real and more eternal and everlasting than the things which are seen hallelujah and that should affect our christianity because until you get that right prayer is a religious exercise because what we are praying to god for is that god should come and touch our outward situation without us taking any responsibility to change what we are seeing from the inside we are praying secretly that god do something on the outside even though you are not ready to see it from the inside and that's not the way to do it because even god himself said that nothing shall be restrained from them whatever they have imagined to do genesis 11 verse 6 which means that when you get on this wavelength and this frequency god even has no choice but to cooperate with you god is compelled by covenant to cooperate with you because he said look we have to we have to scatter their language because if we don't scatter their language and we allow them to imagine this thing then it cannot be restrained from them and if god says that he can't restrain you from achieving what you are looking at then who is satan in the equation where are the demons in the equation that's why there's no respect for the demons in this in this zone at all no respect for demons no respect for the devil because if god says that nothing can be restrained then satan does not even come into the equation at all at all if god says i cannot stop you from imagine from accomplishing what you imagine what you are looking at then satan should not even be mentioned welcome back this concludes episode nine of our series on how to believe god um, for a spouse Um, next week we're going to continue with our discussion um, about the realm of the spirit so make sure make sure you don't miss episode 10 god bless you and have a great week ahead bye Super excited to bring this news to you. Breaking Soul Ties now comes to Lagos, Nigeria on the 16th of May 2015. Register now for free on www.soulties-niger.xyz. I repeat, www.soulties-niger.xyz. Hurry now. See you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shola Adio. 
To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Shaladio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Shaladio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org. You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7F3CD. I repeat, 52C7F3CD. We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord. <laughs>